good evening from Northern California. Today's day 43 in the day in the um, 50 Women Artists in 50 Days series here. Mona Hatum. She had a acute awareness of political injustice. Mona Hatom bases her works on experiences of institutional power to and the vulnerability. I'm um, no, I messed up here. Uh, bases her works on experiences of institutional power and violence, as well as threats to and the vulnerability of the individual. Hmm, interesting. I don't know this woman. She was born in 1952 in Lebanon, Beirut, Lebanon, to the Palestinian parents. And she's still working. She had a retrospective at the Tate in London in 2016. She lives and works in London. Hmm, I'm going to have to look into her. Oh, interesting. It says, further reading, Michael Archer, Guy Brett, and Catherine Deziger. Mona Hayton published in 1997 by Faden in London, and Edward W. Said and Sheena Wagstaff, Mona Hatem, The Entire World as a Foreign Land, London 2000. Interesting. I learned a lot about Edward Said and read some of his writings when I was in the Asian art history class back in 2000. <laughs> Excuse me. Mona Hatem was born to Palestinian parents in Beirut in 1952. When civil war broke out in Lebanon in 1975, she happened to be in England, which prevented her returning to her homeland. Since then, she has lived mainly in London, though she is frequently on her travels in guest studios in Mexico City, Texas, Venezuela, and elsewhere. After studying at the Slade School of Fine Art in, in London, Mona Hatem gained a reputation for dramatic public performances in the early 1980s, reacting to topical political subject matter. Like her later works, they were geared towards direct communication with the public. In one of her best-known works called Under Siege, 1982, Naked and covered in mud in a plastic box, she fought for hours to get free so that viewers were helpless bystanders of her role as victim. Against a background of wars going on in many parts of the globe, her performance conveyed the futility and senselessness of some human actions. Since the end of the 1980s, Hatem has continued her repertory of ideas and shapes in object art and large installations. In their precise choice of material and perfect execution of form, her works manifest a proximity to minimalist sculpture and conceptual art and are at the same time enriched with personal or political content. Through changes in, her, in the material, dimensions or function, everyday objects become alien objects that on a second glance reveal latent violence or a threat. Swings with seats of sharp-edged iron or a wheelchair with knives instead of handles. 
These initially unnoticed perils in aesthetically pleasing objects make highly memorable images of the instability of the world. Hatem always emphasizes the physical aspect of her art. I didn't want to do works that were one-dimensional. For example, appeal only to the intellect. I wanted them to be comprehensive experiences involving the body, the senses, the mind, feelings, in fact, everything. In the core Estrangea Entrangea installation, which was nominated for the Turner Prize in 1995, the impartial-looking eye of the camera becomes a constant surveillance. It investigates the surface of the artist's body, then enters its apertures like an endoscope to investigate the insides. In Mona Hatem's work, the body becomes a metaphor of violence against the individual. And on the following page is an untitled wheelchair from 1988 with the knives on the handles. Hmm. Yes, fascinating. I'll have to look into see what else she's done. And that is Mona Hatem, the Lebanese artist living in London on day 43. Thanks for listening.